everyone. Welcome to Run With Purpose. This is episode two. For you, those of you that are new, my name is Flores, and I'm so glad that you found this podcast. I would love if you would subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to this podcast. And you can always reach out to me on the socials at flores.com run. Uh, Hope everything is going well for you guys. Thank you so much for the love and support for episode one. Really glad to be back recording. Um, Super excited to kind of just break down my thoughts and ideas and just all of my uh, mini rants that I have. I didn't go on too far of a tangent, but I did kind of start getting off track a little bit, but hopefully this episode with an actual topic, um, I'll be able to, you know, reel it back in and hold on to it. Um, I'm back in the swing of training, which is, uh, which is nice. Um, since the AT thing, it took a few days off and trying to just relax legs, heal everything up, started to get back in the swing of training. Next race is in West Virginia, uh, Morgantown marathon, um, which is stupid hilly. I think it's like 2000 feet gain. So I've been trying to get in some hill work, spending a little bit of time at high banks, trying to you know, get through those hills and power through that. I've got plenty of elevation this year. Um, a couple races out West and then the hiking and then those, those runs at high banks, but I definitely am trying to work on picking up the pace a little bit, trying to make sure that, um, I don't kind of burn myself out on the hills and make sure I can keep up that pace. I think that's a lot of my issue with the hills is I'll go, I'll power hard too much, like too early And then by the end of the race, I can't even make it up hills. I'm like walking backwards, just try to save a piece of my legs, you know? Um, But yeah, the Morgantown, when is that one? My buddy Chad and I are doing that one together. I think it's at the end of September, like the week. Yeah, the 21st, 22nd, somewhere in there. If you guys are doing Morgantown, definitely reach out because I'd love to, to say hello and see you there. But today... We're going to be talking about goals. We talked about this last week. Today, we're talking about goals. We're kind of going to talk about why I believe they're important and kind of how to set them realistically um, because, because they are important and you should set realistic goals. See how I just answered that question right after the question with the question? It's not a good idea. It's not a good thing to do. Um, but there are a lot of resources out there on goal setting. So, I mean, you can use the Google and just say, Hey, I want to set a goal, how to set running goals. And there's just like hundreds of thousands of articles and blog posts and all of that stuff. And I don't necessarily want to break down the, the hows, um, even though I did find a couple articles that I'll refer to that kind of give some pretty good points. And I think that's, they're kind of the same. Like if you click a lot of those articles, a lot of them are going to be the exact same of what you should be doing to set realistic goals and, and to have to set those goals in general. Um, and we'll kind of break down just a few of those points, but goals are, goals are, are very important um, because they kind of give you direction and focus. Um, I started running in 2010 because I moved from Florida to Ohio and needed an outdoor activity to do that it wasn't golf because golf was way too expensive up here in Ohio. Um, and I was like, Hey, I'll start running. And then within a year, uh, I, you know, I was like, all right, I'm going to run a 5k, ran a 5k, got the bug. And I was like, I'm going to do more. And then I did, um, I can't remember, was it a four miler or a five miler? So March of dimes night run. I want to say it was four miles. It's downtown Columbus. I can't remember. Um, yeah, four miles. That's right. So I did four mile race. Um, 
No, it was definitely not four miles. Whatever, I'm getting off track. Uh, did a 10K, did a couple other 5Ks, and then did a half marathon. And each time I was setting like this extra distance goal. And then like right when I finished the half marathon, like during the half marathon, I was like, this is dumb. Why did I do this? Once I crossed the finish line, I was like, I'm never doing this distance stuff again. It's, you know, how can people do more than this? It just seems crazy. And then like within the week, I signed up for my first marathon. And then from there, it's, you know, it's, it's setting a goal and a specific race with me, how I have to do it is I can't have the, Hey, I'll sign up for that race and then eventually do it. For me, it's like, I'm not ready. I have no business doing this, but I'm going to register for it because then I'm going to commit myself to it. So that's kind of how I set goals is, Hey, we're just going to sign up for this race and see what happens. Um, so far so good in most cases, but you know, I've set goals of, you know, run my first marathon, my first ultra marathon, run a marathon under four hours. I've got my 50 States. I'm trying to run the the year in mileage. So 2019 miles been trying that for the last four years still hasn't happened because I'm just not as focused. And that's, I think that's kind of that we'll get into it a little bit about setting time-based goals and, and realistic kind of things and, and being smart about it. But I think that what's goes into, why I have to sign up for a race to get the goal. We're running 2019 miles over a year. Like that's a long time to kind of keep track of a goal. And if you have a bad month, it sets you back mentally and you're like, well, now I need to do double. And you're like, well, I can't because I'm so tired or that it's a slippery slope. And it's kind of how people, I think get separated from goals and they, um, kind of just lose track and you're, you're too focused on the end and not focusing on each and every step. And like I said, some goals I've met, some are currently in progress, like the 50 states and some that I've just flat out failed like the year. Um, but I found some pretty interesting articles and this first one is from a blog post on Strava and the whole idea, it was not like how to set goals. Uh, the title of it is get better at running by setting meaningful goals. And when I saw that title, the meaningful goals is really what stood out to me. It's, you know, we can have goals and kind of goes back to the purpose and intentionality is we need to have goals that mean something to us that are like personal to us, not have goals that are somebody else's goals. Doesn't mean you don't want to do the same thing as someone else, but you shouldn't put your success on someone else's goals or ideas of success. But let's break down some of the stuff in this article and then I'll have a link to this. Um, I'll probably share it on the Instagram page. I'll probably share it on my Facebook page. So facebook.com slash flores.run. Um, I'll have a link there when the episode posts. Um, it has a couple little points, three main points and they break it down, but I will, will hit the, uh, main points itself and kind of go from there. So the first point, which was an interesting way of thinking about things was saying you should set goals based on process, not on results. And that was interesting to me because to me, if you set a goal, want to run a marathon, the end result of I ran a marathon should be what you, what you want. But this breaks it down of, making sure that you're focusing on the day-to-day regimen and don't deal with, how do they word it? 
the worded here is the the process just means the day to day of life with results meaning and meaning individual moments along the way, whether they are races or segment chases. So it's kind of not worried about reaching your single goal. And it kind of goes to like that race, um, race blues, if you will, like a post race depression where you finish a race and instantly you're like sad. And I've been there and I'm sure a lot of you guys have as well as you spend all this time training and doing yada yada. And then you finish the goal and you're like, all right, so I got a t-shirt, a medal, a Gatorade, and a banana. Now what? You know, I spent all this time going to this one specific thing, and, and now it's done. So what What now? What do I have to, to go through? And, and this article makes a good point because it talks about the race is just another day of it. Your end goal is, you know, you want to you want to finish the race, but you, you're taking the, the many successes along the way on the day-to-day and being happy and content with your day-to-day. They bring up another thing of, you know, your treat your, your goal as a race, for the race rather, but if you're chasing that, would you still chase that goal if you knew that you'd be sick race week and you couldn't race? You know, it would be devastating, which it is devastating when those things happen, but you have to understand to set goals and, and look at the, the micro of it, if you will, the day-to-day and not too much put pressure on the results of things that you can't control, like if you get sick race week, if you have a bad meal the night before a race, you know, you go to a restaurant, get food poisoning, what are you going to do? It's going to ruin you in that thing, but you need to have the goals and to stay focused on the day-to-day progress throughout the process. That's definitely a hard thing to do, and there's no way I can say that I've been able to do that or to continue the, um, uh, how do I want to say that? I haven't been able to to focus on the day-to-day. I have that definite, I finish a race and I need to figure out what race is next. I think that's why I do so many races because I always have another race to look forward to. And sometimes that can be, it's good because I'm always like staying pushed to the next thing, but sometimes it can be bad because I'm not living in the moment and I'm thinking about what's next. I've definitely done that on, um, like whether it's back-to-back races or races that are relatively close together like towards the end of a race, all I'm thinking is finishing that race and thinking ahead to the next one or thinking ahead even even to the drive home. Like, oh, when we were in Texas in February, like, oh, we got 17 hours to drive home. And instead of like really um, sinking myself into the last like 10K of that race, I was really just thinking about like, oh, it's gonna be a long ride home. I wonder if I should get in and out burger. Is that gonna, is that gonna mess up my stomach? Uh, I don't know. What are we going to do? Which, which way are we going to go? Is there going to be a lot of traffic when we get out there? And it's, it's those kind of things where you're not staying focused in the moment. And I think that's kind of what they're saying with this day-to-day, um, focusing on the process, not necessarily on the end result. Moving on. Uh, this is a huge one, and it's know your why. Why do you want this goal? What does this mean to you? It has to have some sort of personal meaning or, um, damn, yeah, it has a personal meaning for you to go through it. It's an internal thing that no one, it's hard for you to, to measure and talk about, I think, because it's to you. You can say it and someone will be like, that's stupid. 
you know, I say why I run, you know, to fundraise or do those kind of things. And people were just like, yeah, but you could also just write a check and not train and not do anything like that. And to me, it's a little more satisfaction in it, but it's hard to, to, to display that out to people. And it's a very, you know, psychology, psychological kind of thing of what's the why in this. It's, you know, some people, again, you're not going to win the race. Why are you running it? I'm like, well, thanks with that attitude. There's no way I'm going to win the race. Not that I'd have ever a chance to win a race anyways. But if my, why, if people are like, well, why would you run it if you don't win? It's not, it's not understanding the why. So it's definitely making sure that your goal, um, you, you know your why in it. And they have a quote that says, uh, there is no why answer that is right for everyone. Just make sure your why for your goals isn't about external validation. Choose a goal you are excited to pursue, whether it is sexy or not. And they talk about earlier in the article of, hey, if you win, you want a race and you have a you know $12,000 prize for winning it, that's really sexy. But suffering through a like really shitty snowy run and you know you finished it and powered through it that's not sexy and it's been knowing your why and make sure you're not doing it for external validation because if you're doing things for external validation that's a whole nother ball game and that's a rant i will definitely get on uh in a future episode for sure um just about doing things specifically for the gratification that's why i don't necessarily talk about most tried to talk about some of the things that I've done because I don't want people to feel like I'm I'm any I'm better than them because I'm not I'll tell you right now I'm not there's I can I can off the top of my head think of at least 20 people running wise that are much better than I am and they would be the ones to say oh well I can also think of 20 more people that are better than me um, or more successful than me or, or however you want to judge it but I don't want that I'm not doing it for other people. I'm doing it for me. And I think, well, I guess I'm technically doing it for other people because I'm trying to fundraise, but you know what I mean? I'm not doing it so people can pat me on the back and say, boy, way to go you. And sometimes, especially in the world we live in, it's so hard to get, to get wrapped up in that with social media and the likes and stuff like that, which I'm super interested to see how this Instagram thing plays out. I don't think they've pushed it in the U S yet. At least I haven't seen when that's happening, where they're going to, um, take away the like counter like you can you can technically like it but you're not going to see how many likes are on it or other people aren't going to see your likes i can't remember i think it's in canada now they did and i think another country as well but that's going to be very interesting to see how people perceive themselves and how people perceive others because i have that now it's you know i have a couple hundred followers on instagram but that doesn't mean anything to me if i have you know i think it's like like 180 or maybe 200 followers if only five of those people interact with me and talk about me or even care about what I post, then what's the point of the other 195? You know, I shouldn't be doing, I shouldn't be posting things for self gratification from external validation sources. You need to be doing things that are personal to you and that it's because it makes you feel better, not because you want that pat on the back um, from someone else. Um, the last thing here in the Strava thing was talking about powering yourself with kindness, enthusiasm, and belief. Um, you definitely need to make goals that, um, keep you motivated and enthused and that you can actually believe you can do. It doesn't make sense to set a goal that you're pretty sure you're going to fail at. 
You know what I mean? That just seems that's like self-inflicting pain. It's like, Hey, I know I'm not going to do very well at this. So let's make it a goal and I'm going to tell everybody about it. And then when I fail, um, yeah, that's the thing. I kind of do, I guess kind of go back to that self-validation thing. I, I sometimes get that when I like share things I'm going to do. So when I talk about races that are coming up or anything like that, the reason I talk about them personally is it kind of gives me some, um, Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Some responsibility to, to finish, to get their races done because I know people are going to be thinking about it. People know about it. I tell people, and then if I didn't do it, I've got to tell them I didn't do it. And it's kind of like, you know, putting my foot in my mouth of, Hey, I was going to do all this stuff. And then I didn't, um, every year I do, do a birthday run and I've only had, I've done them three years, last three years. Yeah. I've done it three years and only last year I was okay. It was still, it wasn't a great run, but only last year I was okay. The other two years I like crapped out like halfway through. I think this, this year was a little longer than halfway, but just like pooped out and I could have easily just stopped. No one's making me run. I didn't sign up for anything. I didn't pay for anything. I could have just stopped, but no, I set a goal. I said, this is what I'm going to do. And I told a ton of people about it and they're going to hold me accountable. That's the word I was looking for. They're going to hold me accountable that I'm going to get those things done. So then, you know, after my birthday, they're like, Hey, did you do this? Yes, I did. If I didn't tell anyone, I wasn't trying to do it to, to get praise of, Oh, you're crazy or whatever the case might be. I did it. So it would hold me accountable. And that's kind of my, uh, push, if you will, another like motivating factor to kind of like push the limit and see what I can do because, and then I tell people about it. I tell people about it long before I do anything. When this Appalachian trail thing came up, I was like, no, I'm not gonna really say anything to anybody. Cause I don't know. I don't really know how it's going to play out. And I don't want people again to feel like I'm trying to get their validation or whatever the case might be. But I was like, no, I need to do this because it scared the living shit out of me to go sleep in the woods for two nights by myself. So I was like, no, I need to tell people about this. And it kind of just lit a fire under me. Like, no, this is happening. Regardless of how I feel right now, regardless of those external circumstances that make me want to feel like I want to quit. I'm not going to do it because I, you know, I have people that they aren't depending on me because it's not like me going out and hiking and camping meant anything to them, but it kept me accountable to myself to say, Hey, I told people I was going to do this and I don't want to be a liar. So yeah, that's that. Uh, the next, uh, article I found was from, it's actually an excerpt from Meb Kovlexi's book called Meb for mortals. I've read most of the book. Uh, it's a pretty good book kind of talking about just how he does all of his running stuff. And he kind of hits on some of the um, same topics that we kind of talked about. And I'll just run through them real quick. And there's a couple that are, are interesting um, that I'll probably break down. But the first one he, he wrote was a good goal has personal meaning. And we talked about this. You need to um, set a goal that feels right to you and that you can be motivated to do it because you're going to hit stretches, especially when you're training for a race, whether it's um, a half marathon, marathon, I mean, even your first 5k, it can be anything you, you spend, you know, eight to 20 weeks, if you will, training for something. And if the race or the goal doesn't have a personal meaning to you, 
when the time comes, because when it comes, not if it comes, when it comes that you're going to be like, why the hell am I doing this? It's 15 degrees outside, snowing sideways, and I'm putting in these miles. Why am I doing this? I could totally be in bed right now or just having a, a sitting, watching TV, having a uh, you know a cup of hot chocolate, just enjoying myself, eating another donut in the morning because why not? You, what is that personal meaning behind it all? Because if you don't have that, it goes back to the why. It's, I mean, it's basically the same thing. You need to be able to hit to get through those tough stretches when you, you have to ask yourself, well, why am I doing this? You need to have the answer of why. And it's got to be personal to you because people are going to question it and you don't want to have to question yourself. Uh, next one, a good goal is specific. Um, he talks about you know winning, I think it was the 10K. Where's the article here? Uh, no, making the Olympic team and winning the Boston Marathon. So those are very specific kind of things. You know, wants to make the Olympic team, wants to win a Boston Marathon. You know, I want to finish a marathon. I want to lose 15 pounds or whatever your goal is, make sure it's specific and you can kind of track and measure it, I guess. Maybe that's just the data nerd in me is you kind of want to see success or you see progress rather. So again, back to that process and seeing the day to day, that's more important than really the end result. In these cases, the specific things of finish Boston Marathon, well, that's an end goal. You can't really do that. You can't really say the uh, the end result doesn't matter because you kind of have to win it to win it, if that makes sense. Um, but you want to... Um, shit, what was I, where was I going with that again? Man, I'm like a damn squirrel. I looked outside and there's a dog running around and I was just like, oh, look, the puppy's playing. Um, uh, specific goal. So you want to make sure you have some sort of progress report, if you will, to track how you're doing, whether it's, you know, your training, how's it going? Are you getting faster? Are you going longer? Is it easier to run your weight loss? For instance, are you, you know, are you continuing to do it? Did you have some downfalls? Is there, you wanted to change your diet? Are you, how are you doing with that? Can you, you like a clear measurable thing? And again, it could be the data nerd in me is just like, yeah, I need everything that's measurable because that's how I get through it. You know? Um, I don't know. It makes sense to me. Uh, next one, a goal that is challenging, but realistic. Uh, I think this goes to kind of the motivational pool. If you set a goal, that's too easy for you. You're not going to take it seriously and you're just going to get through it. And it's not going to be, I want to say life-changing because most of these goals, they, they definitely can be life-changing. And they, you know, they were, it was life-changing for me when I ran my first races and, you know, cause it started this journey of, of, uh, running and, and, and everything there, but you want to keep yourself motivated and pushed. You know, there's no, there's no, uh, growth in comfort. You know, so you need to push yourself, challenge yourself, but also be very realistic. I cannot have the goal of winning the Boston Marathon. I'm not even sure I can have a goal of qualifying for the Boston Marathon, to be honest. And that's one of those things where it's like, I want to do it. I want to do it. I want to do it. But wanting to do it and putting in the work and having the time or thinking that I can actually do it, two different things. Does that mean I'm not going to try? No, I'm 100% going to try. I'm more than likely just going to pay the $8,500 or raise $8,500 rather uh, for charity to run it. But it doesn't mean I'm not going to bust my ass trying to get to a point to make it happen. But I'm never going to win the Boston Marathon. 
So that's an unrealistic goal. And I'm setting myself up for failure, kind of like what we talked about before. You don't want to set yourself up for failure. Make something, make a goal that makes sense. Uh, a good goal has a time element. Um, this kind of goes into the, the progress thing that I was kind of talking about is you want to have a, a, a time frame of when this is going to happen. So you need to set yourself up in like pieces and the time element is being able to get like checkpoints and, and markers of evaluating your progress and, and seeing how things are going because obviously you want to train for a marathon. You need a certain amount of time beforehand to train. Um, that's kind of the, the thing. It provides an urgency. He writes, my marathon is in 14 weeks, so I need to come up with a training plan to get from today to race day. And it provides some like urgency when it hits like 14 weeks, like, oh, I better get my shit in gear because I've got the race in 14 weeks kind of thing. Um, and the last piece he put was uh, a goal. A good goal keeps you motivated. Kind of, again, wraps in with the challenging, has a personal meeting. Um, if it's not personal, it's not challenging. I would not be motivated to complete it. Um, there's certain races and certain things that I've done that I've done as uh, with other people. And looking back on it, I should have um, made it a little more personal and, and maybe invested a little more time on it. So it pushed me motivation-wise. I, I would say tried harder to get it done. It may have been something that I wasn't 100% into, just slacked off and didn't really care. Um, and I didn't get the full experience out of it. So when you're setting goals, make sure they're personal, make sure they're challenging or, or whatever it is to, to keep you motivated for it. Um, I think he brings up a like sleeping and eating and that sort of thing. But yeah, good goal keeps you motivated. Um, but yeah, I think overall with goals, that's kind of the, the big thing there is doing something that's realistic, setting goals that are realistic, um, but they do stretch you. You definitely need to, to get a little uncomfortable in the situation. Um, and then, and then stick to it. You know what I mean? Like if you set a goal, I like to, to write them down, put them, you know, on my work computer, put them on a post-it note, put them on my phone, put them anywhere I can see them. just so it's a reminder of, Hey, this is happening. This is something I'm doing. Tell people about it. Not in like a braggy, look at me, look at the shit I'm doing, but tell people about it. So you help, you hold yourself accountable for, Hey, I told these people I was doing this and not again, not that they're counting on you or they're depending on it, but they're expecting that you said it, you're going to do it because what's going to happen is if you do that and you keep, and you don't do it, then they're going to stop believing you and they're not going to help push you. I do it with, with Kayla all the time is I'll tell her these crazy outlandish ideas like the, the Appalachian Trail thing. And she's like, sure, let's do it. We're, we're in. And she, she was in there and helped motivate me and push me to make sure I had everything I needed, make sure I was prepared, make sure I knew what I was getting myself into. But if I didn't tell her, it wouldn't, she wouldn't have had that push. Or if she couldn't tell that it meant something to me because I had this personal meaning of wanting to do this to get outside my comfort zone, I wouldn't have had that additional push from her to get through it, you know? Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of the, uh, that's goals, you know? <laughs>
Uh, yeah, goals, goals are an interesting thing for sure because they're, they're so unique, so personal. And a lot of people will, you'll try to just go, you know, to the big, um, to the major things, whether it's like weight loss or, or finishing a race. And it's very easy to get wrapped up in somebody else's goals, especially like when you're training with someone for the same race. Um, Chad and I've had that a few times, um, where we both have specific goals for the race and more often than not, I'm the one having a bad day, uh, which every time Chad and I run a race together, it's like either raining or hailing or it's, it's miserable or like freezing cold. When we were in Las Vegas, it was like, I want to say it was like in the low forties. I was miserable, but I had a bad race. We started well together and then I had a bad race and you know, we have an understanding where if he's having a good day, I'm having a bad day. He's going to have his good day and I'm not going to slow him down and I'm not going to give him shit for it for like, why didn't you stay with me, man? He's not going to feel bad for leaving me. I, I definitely know he's not going to feel bad for leaving me, but he's not going to feel bad in that thing because we have our own personal goals and our own things to hit. And you know what? It might not be your day, but that doesn't mean you should quit and stop. But yeah, goals. That's the thing. Um, I had a book recommendation and I don't know where I placed the book and I didn't write down the title of it. So I'll leave it for next week. Um, but yeah, I'm going to try to uh, every week have some sort of recommendation for a book an item, anything that I've recently used, um, that I really, really enjoy. Uh, one thing I have enjoyed is I'm a big fan of honey stinger, uh, waffles and stuff like that. I'm a part of their, the honey stinger hive or whatever, which is basically just like it's a promotion group and they're not paying me to say this and they don't send me anything for free. Um, but I just love their stuff. But recently I've been on a kick for, they have a wild wildflower honey waffle that is so good. I was on their salted caramel kick for quite a while. Um, but those get a little harder when you're running because they are a little sweeter and like just taste good. Like they taste good for a snack for sure. But the wildflower one is just delicious uh, on the road or the trail. So I definitely recommend that. That'll be my recommendation for this week. I'll find the book. Um, yeah, local libraries, man. That's, that's the best place to get books. That's what I do. Uh, or just buy them on my Kindle cause I spend too much money on that too. But, uh, hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Uh, tell me about your goals. How do you set your goals? What goals do you have coming up here? I'd love to be that that supporting person that you tell and kind of just lights a fire under your ass and keeps you going at it. You can reach me on all the socials at flores.run. Well, we're really on Facebook and Instagram. What other socials really matter? Do people still use Twitter anymore? I don't think so unless you're, you're uh, in the news or, or media or something like that. Um, but you can reach me at flores.run. If you enjoy the podcast, please consider subscribing on Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast. You can also listen to or leave a rating or a review. That'd be great. It lets other people know how you feel about the show and can get a little more eyes and attention on the show as well, which necessarily isn't a bad thing. Um, you can visit my website at www.flores.run. My blog, bunch of information up there and all the links to the episodes will be there as well. Thank you so much for joining here on episode two. Remember to keep running with purpose one step at a time and we'll see you guys next week.